The recent cybersecurity strategy 2021 announcement recognizes the need for a zero-trust mindset approach to protecting organizations from new technological exploits and malicious actors. This couldn't be timelier. The supply chain and ransomware attacks over the past year on JBS, SolarWinds, the Australian Parliament, AXA highlighted that we are now in a cyber pandemic and the existing cybersecurity management strategies are not effective enough for the new normal. So in this episode of Podcasts for Future CIO, we are joined by Mr. Prasad Mandava, Managing Director for India and Vice President of Engineering at Akamai, to discuss how work from home or remote work model is impacting the security and performance of enterprises, their networks. Prasad, welcome to Podcasts for Future CIO. Thank you, Alan. So let's start off. How would you describe the cybersecurity management landscape is prior to and during the pandemic? What's different? What's similar? So with the shift to the work from home model, the pandemic basically accelerated digital transformation for many organizations across the world, including Asia Pacific. We have analyzed terabytes of attack data and we've noticed new highs in attack vectors such as DDoS, credential abuse, uh, application layer attacks. It goes on and on. So on one hand, we've had a digital transformation you know, that would have happened over 10 years happening in one year. On the other hand, you have bad actors also kind of upping their activity. And the rise in connectivity with all people going remote also provides a greater attack surface for the cyber criminals to exploit. And you see more of phishing, ransomware, supply chain attack. And most businesses are struggling basically with cloud migration, skill shortages, and the increased threat activity that I mentioned. They're struggling to keep up with the security developments. And as a result, you're seeing the high profile breaches across government, healthcare, and finance sectors. One upside to all of this is the increased awareness on the importance of upgrading cybersecurity strategies and tools to the new threats. And I think that will help organizations kind of move forward and build a culture of security, hopefully in the future. Now, you mentioned that having learned or hearing about all the threats that are happening, the successes of the cyber cyber criminal marketplace, if I can call it that way, are having as far as uh, impacting organizations. In terms of businesses in in Asia Pacific, are there existing cybersecurity strategies? Are they designed for the so-called new normal now? A lot of work from home, a lot of people collaborating digitally and working from wherever they they are, not, not necessarily wherever they should be. Very apt question. Actually, what's happening is a shift towards hybrid work, a shift towards accessing information from anywhere, anytime, also a shift towards digital and a multi-cloud environment. In this kind of an environment, the old perimeter-centric security approach is no longer viable. In the past, when everybody was office-based, organizations could put in a perimeter-based security where they would kind of control their key assets. But with everybody at home, the end users are anywhere, the applications are anywhere, the devices are anywhere. It has to now shift to securing from the edge. It's really important for organizations to take their security protection to the edge, find a cybersecurity partner who has an integrated platform that can address the security needs from the edge and understands this whole complexity of what is going on in the new world. Additionally, I would suggest that organizations 
also future-proof themselves with strategies like zero trust, where you never trust, always verify, and make sure that your access is only given to the right people for the right you know, asset. Most organizations have for decades been investing in security solutions, right? From endpoint security to firewalls to antivirus. In fact, the security stack is so complex. I have to wonder how much it's impacting the overall performance and user experience from the point of view of uh, the user. Aren't these enough? Zero trust is really more of a concept. It's just a way of further securing the organization. If that is the case, I don't really need to invest anything new, do I? Uh, that's a that's a great question. I think you know we are at a place where the old perimeter-based security, what I call box-based security, is slowly becoming dated. I can explain a little bit about that. We are in a cyber pandemic right now, and it's only a matter of time for organizations until systems become infected. All attackers need is a single compromised endpoint as a foothold to move throughout the network. Like they figure it out how to kind of traverse your network. The zero trust piece ensures that only the right people have access to the network at any time. And if businesses are to continue innovating digitally while protecting valuable data, the most critical step the organizations can take today is to put in place a strategy to minimize the risk of cyber criminals gaining access to different systems and reaching critical assets. For example, a key pillar of Akamai's zero trust strategy is the use of micro-segmentation technology. If I were to give an analogy in the shipping industry, submarines were built with compartments so that if there's a breach in one compartment, you can limit it to that and all the other compartments are safe. You know, micro-segmentation does this to your systems and software. It basically manages the controls down to the individual software and workload level and enables data visibility. So if things are moving around, it can raise alerts. So, you know, with the new threats out there, you would need your edge security. You would need your security provider to be close to your endpoints, your users, your applications, as well as you need to put in place various pieces of a strategy like zero trust strategy. Let's say that as the CISO and the CIO, even the CFO has agreed that zero trust is something that we need to implement on top of or, or to not necessarily to augment, but to make sure that we are a bit more proactive in how we deal with cyber threats. How difficult is it for an average organization uh, in the Asia Pacific region to transition from the security in depth that they've had this, the old way of securing the infrastructure, the organization to this new model where you have security that is, as you say, down to the micro segmented. Do I throw away anything? And how much training do I need to get? Because at the end of the day, part of the security problem is the people using the technology, right? What what do you do? This is a very timely question. And in fact, uh, in a recent uh, roundtable I attended, I I got very similar questions from other organizations. And it is a journey. And we believe that organizations that are willing to shift from a static approach into ones that view cybersecurity strategy as an ongoing journey with multiple steps will have an easier time when it comes to transitioning their workforce securely into a hybrid world. And if you think about it high level, this may 
sound like common sense. You start off by understanding the external threat landscape. You know, you need to get up to speed of current happenings, what's going on. For example, ransomware and supply chain threats are of increasing concern these days. We hear it all around us. Then understanding what threats your organization can potentially face. You understand your organization the best, kind of map what is going on to your organization. Then you look at your current cybersecurity measures and say, can we really meet the threats out there? Uh, It's important to check if existing measures are sufficient against current and projected threats and look at tools that you have your cybersecurity solution providers. Businesses should determine how their security uh, strategy and roadmaps need to be updated and improved to protect themselves. The important point is treat the cybersecurity strategy as a live document to be reviewed regularly. You can pick your own cadence, whether you want to do it weekly, monthly, but you definitely need to stay abreast of your cyber threats, events related to the industry, the locations where you're seeing it. On a quarterly basis, the strategy should be reviewed and its relevance to the current threat climate should be assessed. And finally, you need to create a culture of security across the entire organization and all departments. And the employee should be understanding that cybersecurity is important and relevant to them and their daily business. Cyber risk advisories also should be shared with the board, your senior management, and ideally your uh, CISO should be part of the board meetings. I would say it goes in the order of awareness, education, then budgeting, you budget for your strategy, and then your execution, uh, where you go stepwise. You could choose to pilot something, then you basically pick your valuable assets, your crown jewels, make sure they're secure first, and then you go on, you keep building. Uh, This one is from an actual CIO that I spoke to. He said, we've been investing in security for so many years and every single year, the security vendors would tell us, oh, we've been hacked. Uh, Take the approach that you've been hacked and you just don't know it by now. And now we're going to introduce this zero trust philosophy or approach to enhancing our security capability. How can the CIO or CISO sell the need, this new security measure to this guy who signs the check, the CFO and the board who approves it? How do you sell? Do you do an ROI or TCO? Is there such a thing for zero trust? Again, very relevant question. And I think all businesses face this. Like I mentioned earlier, right? Cybersecurity is now a business imperative. It's Mm -hmm. not a cost proposition. You know, we're very clear about that. How do you go about it? How do you explain it to your board, your senior management? I have a couple of suggestions. One is you take your most valuable assets and present threat scenarios to your management if they get compromised. It's in your business. It's your own language. What happens if there's a breach? the worst kind of a breach. Explain that out and basically say that that's the worst case scenario and we cannot have that for the reputation of the company, revenue of the company. Hence, get the buy-in. That is number one. Number two, for zero trust, there's very high awareness. There are very influential government agencies putting messages out there about zero trust, cybersecurity, saying that, hey, it's time now to focus on it and achieve some goals over the next one or two years. I would suggest you use that in front of your leadership to say that the time is now. It has come. It's been recognized by governments, agencies, everybody, and we need to follow that. And finally, I would also suggest 
US employing cybersecurity partners who are reputed uh, who can bring in data related to your vertical your industry your location and basically present that as tangible for your senior leadership to get the buying to the zero trust strategy in all of the discussions that we've had what is the role of akamai why are you interested in talking about cybersecurity see the the whole pandemic has caused such a disruption i would say in businesses and akamai is helping customers manage business disruptions in this rapidly changing environment triggered by the ever evolving pandemic so as you rightly call it we are in a cyber pandemic and in the area of cyber security we are one of the leading experts we have zero trust strategy we secure businesses from the edge so definitely we are playing a big role in managing the business disruptions for all our customers 2022 is coming it's just around the corner as a ceo or even the cio if the ceo doesn't exist in the organization do i need to review my security frameworks do i need to uh, have a you know a powwow with the senior leadership in terms of trying to align our security strategy to the digital transformation that the business is undertaking at the same time I would suggest leading 2022 planning with cybersecurity it's now a business imperative it's no longer a cost proposition so definitely lead with that and then go in with the mindset that now the users the devices the applications and the threats are anywhere and everywhere they're all over the place so it's very essential for the cioc source to look at securing yourself from the edge find a cybersecurity partner who can secure you from the edge and then you future proof your business through security strategies like the zero trust model where you basically say that look it's a journey it's imperative for us to go to zero trust so let's start the journey pick a few key assets and apply the model to that start getting the results establish trust and then keep moving forward so that would be my suggestion at this point for cio cisos as you get into your 2022 plan prasad thank you for joining me on podcasts for future cio thank you alan that was prasad mandava managing director india vp of engineering at akamai on the topic of how remote work impacts the security and performance of networks you are listening in to podcasts for future cio as always if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel simply email us at editors@society.com we'd also like to invite you to sign up for our free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of podcasts for future cio In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.